Welcome to the Working Mama podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Hey there, Mama. Welcome back to another episode of the Working Mama podcast. I hope you're having a good week so far. This episode is brought to you by the Working Mama Village, the membership to support you in managing all things juggle from work, career, family and yourself uh, with a range of masterclasses, community resources and just ongoing cheerleading um, to empower you as a working mum. So feel free to follow the links in the show notes and you can join at any point. So on to today's episode There are lots of uh, news items and changes that are being publicized around the childcare subsidy. So I thought I'd spend some time today to just go through them, give some background, some facts, some figures. And yes, I'm going to be talking a few numbers, but I'm also going to be turning this into a Instagram post to just put some high level summaries. But If you want the detail, this is definitely the place to be. So just going to rewind things a little bit. What the heck is the childcare subsidy? I'm going to caveat this whole episode of actually saying this is generic information. If you want things relating directly to your childcare provider, I would certainly suggest to go onto their websites. A lot of them are holding information sessions. I also got a lot of information from the Services Australia government website, so definitely go on there. So if you want, if you've got some detailed questions, as I said, go to your educators um, and also go into the government website. So that's where I've got a lot of this information. I The purpose of this episode is actually to try and just synthesize and just give it to you in one go because I've got this from about probably – seven or eight different websites. So even just for myself, I was like, I just want to get my understanding, what's going on. And so I thought, if I'm trying to understand this, I'm sure others are. And according to my Instagram stories last week, not everyone knew what was happening. So hence, I've turned it into a podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. Now, what is the childcare subsidy? I'm referring to the childcare subsidy in Australia. And here it assists with the cost of childcare by reducing out-of-pocket expenses, helps people participate or increase their participation in the workforce, particularly working mums, and support early learning and development of children. Now, if you're interested in some facts, figures, and even more detail um, about this, I would highly recommend checking out the podcast I did with Georgie Jen, and she gives so many so much background information on this topic, but there are certainly good ways to to actually support this. And also, you know, by supporting young kids early learning, it certainly helps them later in life. And we all know the cost of living is um, getting through the roof. So I'm recording this on the 2nd of May, 2023. So, you know, if you're hearing things, that's as effective as, as what this is. Um, you're actually hearing probably the inner workings of my brain of, of how things go. Um, so here, the subsidy, who does it actually, you know, what does it impact and things like, what does it depend on? Well, it depends on a few different factors. 
the first being cost of care. So what is your provider? So there's actually not a standard set rate that goes across Australia. A centre could charge $20 a day. Another centre could charge sorry, headline for something like $200 a day. I'm sure it's over $200 a day for some centres. Um, also then the, acti- the hours of activity by the parents. Um, so, you know, if you've got someone that doesn't work or not studying and there's a whole lot of um, caveats around that, then that'll impact uh, what subsidy you get. The family income, and we'll get to that shortly, how many children you have in care. And also then the type of care that you use. So when we're talking about childcare subsidy, this applies to centre-based daycare, outside school hours care and family daycare. It does not apply to in-home care as this is calculated on a per family basis, not on a per child basis where the other three are. So from for parents, they must care for their children or their child that's in care at least two nights per fortnight or have 14% of care. They need to be liable for childcare fees at an approved childcare service and also meet the residency requirements. From a child perspective to meet the requirements, they must meet immunization I'm getting tongue-tied, meet immunization requirements, may not be uh, attending secondary school unless an exemption applies or be 13 or under except in certain circumstances and a child must attend a session of care at least once in 26 consecutive weeks otherwise then they'll stop being eligible so that's a bit of background and you know the dotting of the t's sorry crossing of the T's, dotting of the I's and about who it applies to because there's always a, a few, you know, are you in, you out and things like that. Now, why is all this changing? Well, it's because uh, there's been some great work done by such as uh, Georgie Dent from the Parenthood during in the lead up to the uh, 2022 Australian election uh, about, you know, advocating and campaigning for better childcare, you know, subsidies for working parents. Labor listened to this, and it was an election promise to uh, support working parents, and particularly working mums. And also, they've uh, made another promise around paid parental leave, and that's going to be extending for 26 weeks um, by 2026. I'll do a whole other podcast around that probably um, in the next couple of weeks. So. They've made a commitment and they've actually made good on that. And so as of the 10th of July, 2023, a lot of these changes, you know, they all come into effect. So there are already some savings that the previous Liberal government uh, did already uh, implement. And so from a cost perspective, I know me personally, these actually made a huge um, impact with my when my son started childcare last year when he um, when I went back to work after my second mat leave so I'll go through those now and then I'll then go into the changes so the savings that already are available are the higher subsidies for families with two or more children under five in early learning and care so they can currently get an you can currently get an extra 30 percent on top of your income tested rate for eligible children up to a maximum of 95 percent so you've got two kids, it certainly makes a huge, huge difference. 
what's important to note as well, this is that the income level for this, for the higher subsidies um, for the childcare, does not change. If you earn between $0 and $138,118, you will then get the maximum 95% um, childcare subsidy for your second child. And then there's a sliding scale. And if you earn over $362,408, the uh, higher childcare subsidy rate no longer applies. So that's just a, a figure to have in mind. If you do have two kids and you're earning that level of income, just something to be mindful of. Now, what is changing? As you'll see a number of the headlines, it there's two key parts to this. The first one is, is that currently... If you earn, if you're a family that earns $80,000 a year or less, you get 85% of your childcare subsidy paid for um, by the government. As of 10th of July, 2023, this is changing to 90%. So on families that um, earn $80,000 or less, your subsidy will go from 80, um, 85% to 90%. So that's going to make such a huge difference. And at the other end of the scale, a family income threshold um, it used to top out. So if a family used to earn over $356,756, you'd top out. You wouldn't then be eligible for childcare subsidy. As of 10th of July, that income threshold increases quite significantly to $530,000. So people may go, oh, look, you know, that's a lot of money. They could afford to, you know, do childcare anyway. Yeah, but at the same time, those women and those families are earning that. We want those women particularly to still stay in the workforce and not be disincentivized to stop working because of the cost of childcare. There's also long-term benefits to it. And then sometimes we're wondering where all maybe those senior leaders are. They're probably earning all that, you know, that's that would be probably at least 200 K minimum. So yeah, you, it's one of those things uh, that, you know, why should we penalise people for how much they earn and, you know, help support those families? You know, they get a lot less depending on how much close they get to that 530000 So the subsidy rates um, from $80,000 um, taper down one percentage point for each additional $5,000 you have an income until it reaches 0% for families earning $530,000. So there is a sliding scale and it's really interesting to see how that in, um, comes into play. And I've, I've actually found a really good graph that I'll um, share on Instagram that shows how, you know, that all changes, but then also then very visually represents about the higher childcare subsidy and when that taps out at $362,408. So they're the two big ones that that are really there, but then also the, the annual caps have already been removed and the government is saying that over 96% of families are certainly going to be better off. You know, childcare subsidy does depend on income, and but there are also long-term benefits. I often say that, you know, with my kids, I've got two kids in childcare that I'm definitely in the trenches, that I'm not looking to save a huge amount of money. I know that it's tough in these first few years, even our financial advisor, um, which we know that we've stopped because he said, you're just in the trenches. It's, it's hard. There's, you know, lots of bills because of uh, childcare and it, it is tough. And so then once you get into those primary school years, if more, more or less, if you go state as well, 
you know, you're paying, uh, you know, maybe $500 a year of, of school fees compared to pretty much, you know, I pay $500 a week of, of childcare already. So for me, child, my, my eldest son goes to uh, primary school next year. It's almost like a pay increase of hopefully a little bit of extra money in, in our back pocket. Uh, so it's one of those things just about being aware of what's there. There's some good resources that are out there. There's also a government calculator. So if you go to startingblocks.gov.au forward slash childcare-care-subsidy-calculator, you will be able to then put in your different details and then it'll spit out what your estimated payback area um, is for your subsidy. What do you need to do now? The first thing I would say is just review what your family income is via the MyGov app. And so just make sure that's all up to date. It's current. And then otherwise, you don't need to do anything. It'll automatically uh, get applied as of the 10th of July, 2023. So definitely check those first few weeks of the statement. You know, it depends on how, how frequently it comes out. I know that my center comes out uh, weekly, so you'll be able to then check the reports and, and things. So the first week they may do like an arrears in advance and, and that. So just maybe just keep it keep an eye on it for the first few weeks. And hopefully for you that you're going to be better off. So in terms of headline, as I said, the main one is the sliding scale around how much you earn. So it actually starts at 90% for $80,000 a year or less. And also then the family threshold uh, increases from 356756 uh, up to $530,000. Now, one thing that I discovered when I was doing the research for this episode was that the ACCC are currently doing a inquiry and review of the cost of childcare and also the availability of childcare in Australia. I hadn't seen many media reports around this, so it's interesting that it's there, but it's really good to see that this is actually taking place. As I even know around where I live um, in eastern Melbourne, there's probably about a $30 difference between some centres and it's just crazy. And, and I think for pretty similar care, I don't want to move my kids. They're both settled. So um, we like it, but, you know, it's I really hope that and I would really love to see the educators better paid. Um, but unfortunately, we're list, our company's listed on the stock exchange, which makes my blood boil and yeah just the way that it is um so i'll just look now like right how many years have i got left so what they're doing is yeah as i said investigating the price and availability of childcare in australia there's actually a parent survey that's currently open at the moment i'll put the link to this in the show notes it's currently open from the 18th of april and closes on the 31st of may so i would certainly encourage you to go in give your feedback and also just see, you know, what can potentially come out of this. It's a 12-month inquiry by the ACCC. So fingers crossed it leads to some better availability, better pricing and, um, you know, trying to level the playing field because we all know how expensive childcare is. You know, after my mortgage, childcare is the second biggest expense that we have as a family. So, uh, look, I hope this this helps you out a little bit, gives you a little bit more information. But look, really, in summary, just make sure you've got your family income updated in the MyGov app. And yeah, otherwise, just keep an eye on it. But 
it's really important. Yeah, just keep an keep an eye out. Hopefully, as well that you get some extra money uh, that you can then use um, for your family. And if you're ever doubting, you know, is it worth to work and things like that? Yes, it definitely is worth it for you to work. There are so many benefits um, of working, not just the financial, but also then long term from a super perspective, your own mental health, your own identity. So if you ever need a pep talk or anything like that, feel free, just, you know, send me a DM. Um, Also join the Working Mama Village and we're here to support and empower you, uh, you know, to help you, you know, thrive and and being able to be a working mum. And this is what we're all about. So We're also running a masterclass in May that will also be available on demand about family budgeting and how to optimize your living expenses because we know it's, it's, you know, not easy at the moment. So any questions, let me know. As always, have a great day and uh, look forward to speaking with you again next time. Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast catch up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook and join in the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, Mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. I'll be giving a shout out to select people that do so. So stay listening and you might be one of them. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.